The return up for Parlo. Leaves it off. Here's Mia Hamm. In the box. The shot. Go. She's got the record. Hey everyone, my name is Sabria Whitaker and I'm the founder of Grow the Game. Erica Piancastelli here, Tokyo 2021 Olympian. This is Carly Jackson, professional goaltender for the Buffalo Buttes. Hey everyone, this is Connor Moore, the social media manager of the Chicago Sky. You are now listening to Women's Sports Matter. Women's Sports Matter. Hosted by Gianna Belcastro. Alete Ogunbowale wins the national championship for Notre Dame. And welcome to Women's Sports Matter, your one-stop shop for all things women's sports. My name is Gianna Belcastro, and I am your host. If you look at today's title, you know what today is. And if you just blindly clicked on the episode and you don't know what's happening, let me inform you. Today is relaunch day, everybody. We made it. I made it. It has been a long, difficult road to get here, I will just say. A lot of hard work from multiple individuals, all of who I will give a shout out today. But um, before we get into that, I would like to go ahead and give Derek a bet her some time to explain what is going on this week in the world of women's sports betting. Take it away, Derek. Thank you for listening to the Women's Sports Matter podcast. I'm Derek Kelling here on behalf of BetHer.com. While the WNBA is heading into its all-star break this week, there will be a ton of both club and national teams women's soccer to potentially wager on. If you browse markets for soccer matches at a legal Canadian or U.S. sportsbook before, you've probably noticed markets called Asian Handicap and wondered what that means. An Asian Handicap on a soccer match is very similar to a point spread on a basketball game. What you're actually betting on is the difference in goals between a loser and a winner in the match. These markets can get a little more complicated, but that's what makes them interesting. So let's say you see an Asian handicap market with a line of plus 1.25 on a club or a national team that you would like to bet on. Obviously, it's impossible to just score a quarter of a goal. So how does that work? Essentially, you're splitting your bet between two spreads, which are the closest two numbers. Since 1.25 is halfway between 1 and 1.5, the sportsbook would split your stake equally between bets on those spreads. Think of it kind of like doubling down blackjack. You can win both, either, or neither bet. From here, you just treat each side of your Asian handicap wager like an individual spread bet. Let's use an example to make this more clear. Say you like Brighton and Hove Albion this week in Europlay. 
and the Asian handicap on them in a match is plus 1.25. Suppose you wager $20 on that line. The sports book would then convert your $20 Asian handicap bet at plus 1.25 into two $10 spread bets, one at plus one and the other at plus 1.5. Then say the re result of the match is a draw at nil. In that case, you would win both bets because you hit on both spreads. If Brighton lost one to nothing, however, you would only hit on your plus 1.5 spread bet. If Brighton's opponent won by two or more goals, you'd lose both bets because the actual spread from the match was larger than both ends of your bet. Now that you know how an Asian handicap market works, let's get into all the soccer action on the calendar this week. The CONCACAF W Championship is in action this week. Both the Canadian and U.S. women's national teams have multiple matches in group play, playing on alternate days, fortunately for the calendar. Check your favorite sports betting app the days of the matches for lines. There's at least one NWSL match on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday this week. Again, the sportsbooks will have markets the mornings of the matches. Women's Euro 22 kicks off on Wednesday, with at least one group play match every day this week from Wednesday on. Futures are available right now, and match markets will be available on match days. If soccer betting isn't your thing, you do have other options this week. Wimbledon is still in action with round of 16 matches, then quarterfinals. Big names like Iga Sriantek and Serena Williams are already out. But other names, like Ons Jabour, who is the highest seed through this farm, are still playing. Match odds and props are available as I speak. There are WNBA regular season games on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday before the league's All-Star game on Sunday. Lines will be available the mornings of the games. I want to remind you that previews of all these events and a lot more information on how to bet on women's sports legally and safely is available for free at bethere.com. That's B-E-T hyphen H-E-R dot com. Thank you again, Derek. Again, it the website is B-E-T hyphen H-E-R. You can learn all about what's going on in women's sports betting. Now on to the relaunch. I had this idea maybe three months ago, four months ago. Um, I was like, I need to grow. Or not I specifically. Um the Women's Sports Matter brand has to grow. It can't just be one constant thing. Uh, like, it can't just be me constantly making episodes. It has to be much more than that. And so I was like, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to become the thing I don't want to become. And, and that's basically, and I'm not doing that, by the way, but I'm going to explain my thought process to you. So, like, there's these models 
of um, sports social media platforms. And this is what they do. They post uh, top performances from players. Like they make their own graphics. They make their own graphics for like if someone is traded somewhere or signed somewhere. They post other people's TikToks with permission, of course, or I hope I get, I hope they get permission to post these people's TikToks. They post like rumorish stuff. They post um, like player transfer rumors. They post quotes from players, that type of thing. And there's a bunch of those already out there for women's and men's sports. Um, for men's, it's like the Bleacher Reports, the ESPNs, um, the score. For women's sports, it's the gist, just women's sports, uh, ESPNW, highlight her together. Those are your places to get your information for women's sports. Now, we still give, we give you the news coverage that you deserve by a simple little retweet or I'm signed up for a bunch of sports teams, media emails. So, and, and one thing that I get confused about the most is my Chicago Red Stars tweets from the Women's Sports Matter account do really well. So I'll get an email from them. I'll post about it. It gets a lot of interactions. Cool. So I do that sometimes. But what I want to do is different from what everyone else is doing. They are a news organization, like a, a media group. Um, it's still a social media platform. Women's Sports Matter, at the end of the day, when it comes down to it, it's more of a community. It is a place where everyone comes together for one thing, and that's the enjoyment of women's sports. And so I thought to myself, let's build a community. Let's make Let's make this a community. So we did that. We're, we're building a community. And I hope that you are excited to learn more about this community. So let's talk about, let's talk about, um, what should we talk about first? The new logo. Let's talk about the new logo. So in order to build a community, you have to get rid of a thing I'd like to call name association. Gianna, what is name association? Don't worry, I'll tell you. Name association is basically me taking my first and last name out of my logo. So no more Women's Sports Matter, a podcast hosted by Gianna Bell Castro. It is simply just Women's Sports Matter, and that's what it should always have been known as. This is still a social media platform, although I would like to refer to it as the community because that's what it really is. It's a place where you can chat with a lot of people about women's sports, and I'm very proud of that. So I change, we changed the logo. And by we, I mean, I came up with the concept and someone that has a lot more art skills than I do created the logo. So I would love to give a huge, huge shout out to my friend Kat. Kat and I played Ultimate Frisbee together at Negro Valley High School. That's how we met. Um, we, we met my junior year of high school. That is the year I transferred there. We've been good friends since. 
It was so, so awesome of her to make that new logo for me, and I really appreciate it. She does not have a website yet, but as soon as that happens, I will give you all that information. So once again, thank you so much, Kat. And in front of me, actually, I have some concepts. I have the, the sheet that I used um, to, make, to make it. Fun fact, I took a calligraphy class. Well, it's not, it, it's called 2D design. And I took it at Joliet Catholic my sophomore year. And so one of the things we did was calligraphy and I was pretty good at it. But for someone that has chicken scratch for handwriting. So if you're watching on YouTube, you will be able to see this. Um, I can post this on social too. I'm trying to figure out which side is which. Okay. So in front of me, we have some concept designs and I think my ring light is in the way of showing off the true art. So here's a bunch of concepts that I drew. The one right there is the one that is what the logo looks like the most or the secondary logo. And then on the front here, we have women's sports matter written out in what we see as the font Meriwether. So pretty, pretty cool stuff here. And actually, no, this font is bitter. And the first letter of each word is Meriwether. So we have two different fonts for that. And I'll post this on social if you are not currently watching on YouTube. But I wrote out what I wanted it to look like, and then someone made it happen. So that's pretty cool that we had we had someone know how to do that because I don't. <laughs> I mean, I made I made the logos, the three logos that I've had, and it's just it's it's so nice to to have something new and improved. I'm just excited about all of this. It, it's 11 p.m. when I'm recording. So I may not sound excited. Uh, today has been a day. Um, I'm recording on the night of July 4th, and I am from Illinois. And so the majority of my day was spent watching the news. Um, I uh, To take a break from talking about the rebrand for a second and to get honestly like real... Um, I have been, what, what's the word to use? Or what's the, how do I describe this? When the Parkland shooting happened in 20, was it 2018? I, it, something like, something happened in my brain where I was like, this stuff keeps happening and I should, do something about it. I remember reading an article about the people that died and I just start crying. And then never, nothing like that ever had happened before to me. And I've never, ever been anywhere near any type of gun violence. But I saw what had happened at that school. I have read the articles and I got invested, not in like a Oh, like I'm going to be one of those kinds of reporters. No, I want to be the change. 
So I got involved with a group called Students Demand Action in November of that year. And I signed up to be uh, someone on the text team, which you would text people updates about maybe bills in their area, bills that are being voted on nationally, uh, confirmations for the ATF, which is the Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms um, Department. And I, I've been involved ever since. I think the closest gun violence has been to me was the weather tech shooting that happened in Bolingbrook that killed one person. I believe it was only one person that died. A few people were injured. That w- that's not considered a mass shooting. Um, but it feels like it just keeps getting closer. And I don't know if I referred to what I'm talking about yet, but there was a shooting in Highland Park, which is 20 minutes away from Evanston. And it is a mass shooting because more than four people were killed. Uh, Six people died. There was a ton of people injured. And the person used a high-powered rifle and... This obviously, like, it hurts my heart a lot. I remember when the the school shooting in Uvalde, Texas happened. That one, that one hurt a lot. I, I remember um, I was going to post, I'm going to talk about something that I kind of embarrassed of a little bit. I sat my computer down right here where I usually put it. And I sat up against uh, the my closet door right there and I was talking about you know different ways that you can support groups that were um that are fighting to end gun violence in America and I just lost it broke down full on tears um bawling my eyes my eyes out um this has such a huge effect on me even though I've never personally experienced anything, anything remotely close to gun violence. Um, Thoughts and prayers aren't enough. They aren't. It's serious, serious action. Um, And at the end of the day, the fate of our lives are left up to the people elected to serve in Congress. 100 senators. I believe it's like, I don't know how many people are in the House, 500 some people. Bought out by the gun lobby uh, with climate change, you know, bought out by people in the coal and and oil worlds. It's, it's getting ridiculous that people don't want to fix anything and will just gladly take money from lobbyists. Um, there was also a shooting that happened in Copenhagen a few days ago, or not, that would be yesterday for me. And there was a shooting at a gay bar in Oslo, Norway. But the thing is, in those two European countries, mass shootings are rare. 
Here, it's every day. You know how many mass shootings were on July 4th? Six. There were six mass shootings. The one that was talked about the most was the one in Highland Park, unfortunately. We turned on the news at like 11 a.m. I think my mom turned it on before that was before 11. We sat and watched the news for about seven hours. Seven full hours. We became invested. We became worried. And all we could keep saying over and over, why is nobody doing anything about this? I don't know. Maybe because the gun lobby. Maybe because the people that elected to serve don't care about us. And Illinois is a place where we have some really, really good gun sense laws. But we are an island in a Red Sea of where you can just go and buy a gun in any state surrounding Illinois, whether it's Wisconsin, Indiana, Iowa, Missouri, or Kentucky. You can buy a weapon without a card, a FOID card, as they call it. So it's getting national gun reform laws that'll really, really, really show that we can end mass shootings. And it all starts at the local level. The guy running for governor in Illinois against the incumbent J.D. Pritzker said, like three hours after the shooting happened, to just let it go and to move on. No, we can't move on. We can't move on because a father hid his kids in a dumpster. We can't move on because six people died. We can't move on because we need gun sense laws in this country. Gun reform works. We can end gun violence. And I hope, and I hope if you are maybe someone that disagrees, that seeing this stuff happen every day, now it may not be reported nationally all the time, but it happens every single day. And tons of Americans are affected by this. No one needs a high-powered assault rifle. Nobody needs military-grade equipment. That is all I'm going to say. But here at Women's Sports Matter, we are thinking of everyone involved in today's shooting in Highland Park, Illinois. It affects me personally because I live in this state. I live a few hours away. And I know people from that area and enough is enough. We're going to talk about the root brand again, but I really wanted to talk about that today because I think it's important. So back to our regularly scheduled programming here at Women's Sports Matter, where we sometimes talk about real life issues while talking about really cool things that are happening at Women's Sports Matter. Okay. 
Okay, to regroup, Women's Sports Matter is doing a rebrand and we're adding two amazing shows, building a website, and more. So the and more part is just the logo. But we are getting two new shows. The first new show is titled Don't Touch My Jersey, which is a play on Don't Touch My Hair. And Don't Touch My Jersey is hosted by the phenomenally talented writer and I'm going to call, I'm going to call, see a uh, professional social media person because I think that is the best way to describe them. Sea Rivers is hosting Don't Touch My Jersey, which is going to be a show about being a Black, Indigenous, or person of color in the world of women's sports. Now, let's get, let me read this description for you about what the show is about. Picture this. You're a kid sitting in the salon with your mom while they braid your hair one strand over the other and listening to the women talking sports. Sit back, relax, and whatever, don't, and whatever you do, don't touch my jersey. Don't miss your stranding appointment. You can catch the show Wednesdays at 11 a.m. Eastern time with your, again, phenomenal host, C. Rivers. C. has been working with me on this rebrand since May. That's why I invited them to work with me on this. I originally wanted a co-host for the show and then I was like <laughs> selfishly this is selfishly I was like you know this is my show I've, I've built it from the ground and this is it's my thing and nobody's gonna take that from me <laughs> I, I say selfishly but um I knew from like what I've seen see do already that I wanted to work with them and so I thought the perfect opportunity was to kind of go off the Just Women Sports model and create a podcast network. Gianna, what's a podcast network? Don't worry, I'll let you know what it is right now. So you guys know like television networks? Let's use the example of NBC. With NBC, you have a bunch of different shows that are on collectively, on, collectively on one network. So there's shows like The Today Show, and then you have your local news station, and then there's the nightly news. So think of Women's Sports Matter as NBC, the televi- television station. And you can also think of Women's Sports Matter, because I'm not changing the name of my show, because I am not good at coming up with titles, as the NBC local news station. Let's think of Don't Touch My Jersey as the Today Show. And then the other show, which is called More Than 5%, as um, the Nightly News. So it's three shows on one network. We're happy to have them here. It is going to be pretty damn cool to work with everybody. And let's learn about More Than 5% right now. More than 5% is hosted by former podcast guest 
and person featured in my intro, none other than Carly Jackson and former professional softball player Zoe Hicks. I messaged Carly, I want to say a month ago. No. Maybe a few weeks after I invited C to be a part of Women's Sports Matter. I was like talking to my friend um, just randomly like, oh, so you know how like Just Women's Sports has a professional athlete like host shows? What if Women's Sports Matter did that? Because I think it would be, it would be such an interesting way to like to get insight on, on something you have no idea about because I know that I will never be a professional athlete. <laughs> so I was like, I would love to get insight on that and work with someone on this. And so I just, I was editing an episode and I was putting my intro in and I always listen to my intro when I edit because it is, it's pretty cool. So I was listening to my, my intro and I hear Carly's part and I'm like Carly should be a podcast host and so after that I was like I'm gonna email her and so I did and I was really really hoping that she would say yes I I thought she would tell me no but I good thing I was proved wrong because she said yes and then she brought on her amazing friend Zoe to co-host the show that show will come out in September uh more uh, don't touch my jersey will come out on June, not June, hmm, July 13th. And I'm excited. Now let's learn more about the meaning behind the name of more than 5%. So I just got to find it really quickly. It will take two seconds. Essentially, it's because less than 5% of women's sports or less than 5% of sports coverage is focused on women. So the purpose of this podcast is to bring coverage and some noise around women's sports. And here's stopping the 5%, which is like their little catchphrase, which I love. Here's to upping the 5%. And I'm super, super excited to be working with um, just people that have played professional sports currently and formerly of course, getting that insight on, you know, Carly signing with Toronto, uh, Zoe works for the Dodgers, uh, minor league system thing. I have to learn more about that, but also they play baseball in Canada, women's baseball teams. So that is cool. Everything I love and more, especially the baseball part. Um, but yeah, I have very, very cool people joining the team and here's to adding more. Um, one day, hopefully women's sports matter can become a company. So if you're interested in investing in women's sports matter and advertising your product on here. We're always looking for new sponsors and we're always looking for people to invest in Women's Sports Matter. I, I just want to go back to the beginning of the show before we end here today. 
Also, if you hear fireworks, it's 11.30. (laughs) So, for some reason, people are still launching. I don't know if you can hear that. I don't know the power of this microphone, but I hear them, and I hate them. So, I guess we'll have to work with that. I remember when I started this show on April 2020, I didn't want anybody in my family to know about it. I didn't want anybody to know. And I was telling someone this story um, the other day. I didn't want anybody to know. And then I got my, I did my first ever interview for the show with Lindsay Fry. And um, one of my cousins is a huge, like, well, their family is a huge hockey family. So I was like, hey, um, here's this interview I did with someone that played professional hockey and won like silver at the Winter Olympics for women's hockey. And so I sent her the episode. And then she told my mom about my show. And my mom was like, and she's going to say that she never said this, but she definitely did. My mom was like, you know, Gianna, I don't really feel feel good about you posting stuff on the internet and do a little backstory on this. My, uh, well, myself and my sister and I have tried to, you know, post videos on the YouTube before. Um, and she didn't like that. But I... I hate to say the word content, but I've always wanted to like be a content creator. I can't think of a better word. And growing up, I wanted to be a baseball announcer. Do I still want to be a baseball announcer? I've kind of fallen out of baseball, but you know, I would love to give it a try at one point, maybe. And I, she, when she told me that I was a little discouraged but I think it took her listening to episodes and, and seeing the growth and seeing that it's, you know, it's the real deal. And it took me a while to see that it was the real deal, too. Um, recently, we reached a thousand followers on Twitter, which had been a goal for a while. And it actually happened on my birthday last month. So that was a nice little gift to end the day on June 20th. But it's, it's been so surreal. I remember, you know, sitting, just sitting in, in a closet recording so no one could hear me in April of 2020. And now I'm sitting here recording for everyone to hear me. And I, I've done some really great interviews with people. And honestly, at the end of the day, it comes down to being able to continue because of the support of so many people and for people believing in me. Um, you know, I have my family to thank. I have the listeners to thank. I have um, my good friend, Jerry Milani, who has gotten me so many great interviews. Um, one of them being with Jordan Larson, which I have realized recently how big of a deal that was. Um, I've known for a little bit, but I thought about it the other day and I was like, that might be the biggest interview that I do for a while. And it was an honor to talk with her. And hopefully I, I can talk with her again sometime soon. But uh, speaking of Jerry, um, I'm doing another live show at Fan Expo in Rosemont, Illinois. It's July 8th from 11 a.m. to 12 p.m. And don't worry, it does not affect your All-Star Weekend plans. So please come on down. Visit me in Room 8. I think it's titled Theater 8 at the Donald E. Stevens Convention Center, which is hosting Fan Expo. 
come see Women's Sports Matter live. I think we might do a Facebook live stream. I'll see how I can set that up. But yeah, thank you to everyone. Um, I'm excited to work with Carly, Zoe, and C. Still working with Derek. So we are, we're, we're building a good team here. And we're also building a great community. Um, there is a trailer hype video, whatever you want to call it, available on YouTube and various social media platforms. I posted it today or it will be posted at 12 p.m. Central Time. So keep your eye out for that. Also, there is a website. I made a website. It is womensportsmatter.com. So if you want to visit that, it'll be up at 12 p.m. Central Time. The relaunch is happening at 12 p.m. Central Time. Um, But the episode about the relaunch is up at 10 a.m. Central Time because uh, reasons. So... I think that's going to be it today. I hope you learned a little bit more about this relaunch. And I think half the episode is me talking about gun violence. So yeah, if you want to learn more about how to end gun violence in America, you can look at the several different websites like Brady United, Everytown, Students Demand Action, um, March for Our Lives, those kinds of websites. Uh, vote for gun sense champions develop them into office and if you want to follow me on social media guess what you can i am on four different places twitter it's at w sports matter and on instagram facebook and tiktok it is women's sports matter again the website is womensportsmatter.com and you can get to that at 12 p.m central time july 5th so if you're listening after the episode was posted and the website is now live for you um yeah subscribe to my newsletter it's once once a month newsletter so that way i don't bother you every week i also don't have time to write every week so you'll learn about what's going on that month or this past month in the world of women's sports that goes out on july 8th there's also a YouTube channel, so if you want to watch this video or other interviews that I've done before, as well as that new hype video I talked about, what are you waiting for? It's the Women's Sports Matter podcast. I think I, j- I changed it to Women's Sports Matter. We are 22 subscribers strong. We're going to be posting more social content on there soon, different videos, some fun stuff that I've got planned. So go subscribe right now. I think that's going to be it for me. Today, tonight, it's 11.34 and I'm tired and I still need to work on my website before it gets posted tomorrow afternoon. Stay safe out there and I'm going to go finish working on my website. I hope you like the new relaunch. I hope you like the video, the, the logos, the new shows. Oh, I should probably plug the shows. Follow more than 5% on Instagram and Twitter. It is more than five spelt out and then PCT. And that's on both Instagram and Twitter. And don't touch my jersey. It's just don't touch my jersey on Instagram. And then don't touch my JRSY on Twitter. 
and all the episodes, the video versions of them, will be posted on the same YouTube channel, and we will all share a TikTok account. Fun, right? I know. Now that's going to be it for me. I'm going to go finish my website, and yeah, um, I'm going to go. Go support your local women's sports team. That's how I'm ending the show. See you guys next week. That's all, folks. Bye-bye.